Welcome to Intuitive Astrology with Molly McCord. Thank you so much for joining me today as we take a look at the astrological energies from August 23rd until August 30th as we just about close out the month of August and we have now entered Virgo season. Virgo season begins on August 23rd when the sun enters Virgo at 5.01 a.m. and we also have the beginning of Mercury retrograde, which begins the same day, but around 3.59 p.m. Eastern time. So it is a big start to Virgo energy. And as I was looking at the chart and energies of this week, there's something really fascinating happening. And I'm going to discuss this in today's show, which is that the energies we're working with this week are all in different areas of your chart. So we have Sun and Mercury stationing retrograde in Virgo. We're going to have Mars enter Libra August 27th. Uranus stations retrograde at 23 degrees of Taurus August 28th. And the Pisces full moon is happening August 30th. So I would say there's four areas of your chart here. Virgo, Libra, Taurus, and Pisces that are all going to be activated this week and requiring more of your energy, time, and focus. So as we move into Virgo season, as Mercury stations retrograde at 21 degrees of Virgo, this would be a good time to not only take stock and inventory of your energy, to look at what you need to clean up, what you want to get rid of, what is no longer good for you, it's not healthy for you, it's not working for you. It's also a good time to go easier on yourself, to allow yourself to maybe do some more slower, thoughtful consideration before expecting something to be a certain way, to look at something and expect it to be quote unquote perfect. This is a time to look at what can I do better, but in a way that is gentle and compassionate with myself, where I'm not expecting some ridiculously high standards of perfection. Rather, I'm allowing something to be a work in motion, a work in progress. And that's really how we're beginning Virgo season here. Because of the Mercury retrograde in Virgo at the same time, we are having some energies come up here that we're going to be looking at in a new way, in a new light. Now keep in mind, we have Mars finishing up its time in Virgo. Mars will enter Libra August 27th, and I'll talk more about that shortly. But basically, we have the Sun, Mercury retrograde, and Mars all in Virgo, and then Mars moves on. And there could be something that you're hyper-focused on that you're really looking at with a very selective or perhaps critical eye. And now the universe is saying, okay, relax it a bit. Relax it. Relax into the process. Relax into the flow. Give yourself more time to slow down and allow things to move forward as they will in a way that doesn't have you feeling like you've got to take care of everything for everyone 
or that you are overly managing or micromanaging or basically putting everything onto your plate because that can happen at times and it can be quite unconscious where we're like, okay, I'll take care of this for you. All right, let me do this. Sure, I'll do that too. And before you know it, you've got too much in front of you. It isn't manageable to take it all on or complete it. And this is where you could be looking at what is really important and what can fall away. What is really something I have to take care of and see through right now? And what can I put on the back burner? What can I delegate or give to someone else? So this is going to be a time of being very truthful with yourself around where your energy is going and how it's serving you. And that is one way that Virgo energy can develop more of its strength and confidence is to Make sure that you're prioritizing what is best for your energy, which as we know, allows us to then be better in helping and supporting others. And with the sun traveling behind Mars in Virgo and traveling behind Mercury in Virgo, the sun comes through and is going to shed new light shine new consciousness onto some things that maybe you've already had in motion. You've already been working on it. It's already been set up and it's going forward. Well, we know that with Mercury retrograde, things change. Things shift. Plans fall through. In Virgo, details are missed. There can be more misunderstandings around the plan or what you thought was really clear. There is a tendency for more annoyance or agitation when things don't go as planned. And this is a time to loosen those expectations, loosen up your grip on something so that you can work with it instead of tightening your grasp and trying to muscle through. Mercury retrograde is going to be in effect until September 15th as Mercury journeys back to eight degrees of Virgo. And this can be a time span where you review, reconsider, reprioritize, essentially slow down. And that is one of the prime messages of Mercury retrograde. That's because Mercury the messenger is the fastest moving planet. And because it moves so quickly, there's a lot that can be forgotten or left behind. And there can be a lot that we aren't always consciously working with, or we can be too much in our head and not enough in our body and our emotions and our full energy consciousness. So this is a Mercury retrograde to intentionally breathe deeper Slow down the pulse in your body if anything is stirring you up or if anything is creating more stress or worry because the Virgo energy will internalize that. It will let it sit in the head and the body. And this is where it's very important to move both, where you go for that walk or you do something physical if you're feeling a lot of energy. And also if you have a lot in your mind, especially if there's a lot in front of you to do, we're moving into the new school year, the end of summer, we're moving into the the holiday season, there can be plans coming up, things being shown to you, invitations, things you're thinking about. 
that you need to get done over the next few months. You could even be looking at the horizon and seeing how we've completed eight months of the year and what do you want to get done before 2023 is over. So there can be a lot that comes up at this time of year. And this Mercury retrograde is about intentionally allowing yourself to think it through more, give yourself more time, and to really look at the particulars and the details, because that is what Virgo rules. Virgo is excellent at the minutia, at the analytics. Virgo is scientific and analytical. It's also a methodical energy where you think of things in a linear fashion. And so this is where you could find yourself rewinding, where you went one, two, three, now you're doing three, two, one. You know, let's back up this truck here and look at where we started and look at if this is the correct approach. Is this the right strategy or the way ahead? And this Mercury retrograde in Virgo is probably going to give you new information to consider and to sit with, to think it through thoroughly to ensure that it makes sense because there is always a practical component with every earth sign. And for Virgo, it's the practical plan. What's the best approach? And how is this going to come together in a way that really works? Well, sometimes we only know that through trial and error. And so this could be a Mercury retrograde in Virgo where you do experience trial and error, right? You have a hypothesis, you test it. Nope, that failed. Nope, that didn't work. Okay, back to the drawing board. So keep it light basically is what is going to be needed during this Mercury retrograde. And with the sun in Virgo as well, it's going to be important to play into the strengths of Virgo, which is the ability to be flexible and adaptable and say, okay, that didn't work. Here, let's try this. Or let's take what we want into this experience and see what happens over here. This is where you just stay open and not too heavily fixated on one particular outcome or one way it has to work. Because this energy is going to show us that in fact there's multiple ways for solutions to be found, for improvements to be made. There are in fact multiple ways that maybe we don't always see that this Mercury retrograde could invite you into, where you could see it in a new way or in a different lens. And as the sun in Virgo highlights the strengths of Virgo energy, that alone could give you ongoing faith. Like, yes, this is the way to go, even though I don't know what's going to happen next. We don't commonly associate the word faith with Virgo because it's such a down-to-earth, practical, astrological expression. But that's exactly what's needed for Virgo to progress is that you need to have faith that there will be something that shows up and works. There will be something that comes through that shows you the answers, shows you the way ahead, gives you that boost that we all need at times. So keep in mind that Virgo season could feel like it's bringing up more things that are breaking down or that aren't working, that are frustrating you, but that's where we can go higher, open up the energy and keep it open. And that can be the intention then is the opening allows those new solutions to come through, those new perspectives, the new information, and even a new sense of possibility. 
Now, even with Mercury stationing retrograde, we have Mars and Virgo trining Pluto in Capricorn at 28 degrees, August 24th and 25th. And so here we have a strong Mars wanting to take action, wanting to make moves and go towards something, meaning you could certainly have energy for what you want to take care of, what's in front of you, what you want to direct your energy towards. And then the Mercury retrograde could have you second guessing yourself, could have you wondering, do I have enough information? Am I overlooking something? Should I wait? Should I go? What should I do? Well, with this Mars and Virgo trining Pluto retrograde in Capricorn, the energy wants to move forward. And this could, in fact, be a very healthy outlet for your body, your desires, what you're determined to move towards and create. And what's also fascinating is that this is the last time Mars is in an Earth sign and will trine Pluto. The last time in our lives, in fact because Pluto moves into Aquarius again in January, and Mars will not make another trine to Pluto in the Earth signs. And because this is also occurring at 28 degrees, this could be something you want to complete, you want to take care of. This could be something that you just feel you need to take action on even if the mind needs more time. So yes, there could be a back and forth internally here between where you feel the energy directing you versus what your mind is saying. Now, Mars trining Pluto is the bigger energy signature. And so that would be a yes from the universe. Even if you need more information, you need more facts, there's still things coming together during this Mercury retrograde. Mars trining Pluto is often a big empowered desire to follow a passion, follow a project, do something that's calling to you. So that is positive energy this week. And it's where, again, you could feel that juxtaposition between, should I do this? Because Mercury's retrograde. And that's where we tend to overthink and freak ourselves out. And the reality is life doesn't pause. Things don't come to a complete halt just because Mercury is retrograde. Rather, it means go slower. Just think it through a little bit more. Don't even expect to know everything right away because chances are more information will come forward later on. But Mars trying Pluto... August 24th and 25th is a clear go for it. And it's good to trust that for yourself, especially if your body consciousness is speaking loudly to you around something. Then on August 26th, the sun in Virgo opposes Saturn retrograde in Pisces at three degrees. And this is an opposition that we're going to be working with for a few years. And that's because of Saturn's journey through Pisces, which lasts into early 2026. But every Virgo season, the sun is going to oppose Saturn in Pisces. And that is a time to stop. So we have essentially this forward movement that's strong and powerful for two days. 
with Mars trining Pluto. Again, that's August 24th, 25th. And then the sun in Virgo is opposing Saturn. And there's something that you're made to stop, reassess, take a beat, and check in on where this is going. Is this the direction you want to head? And oftentimes the opposition between the sun and Saturn in Pisces, Saturn in Pisces is going to ask you to give something up. It's going to ask you to surrender. It's going to say, not everything is going to work. Not everything can be handled or taken care of. And Saturn in Pisces is about how we are responsibly managing all of our energy because Pisces is the accumulation of all energies, frequencies, dimensions. It's beyond the physical. We can't see it. We can't touch it. We just feel it and we sense it. So this is where something in your intuition is energetically speaking to you and saying, just wait. And How you handle that will, of course, depend on your own energy. But that sun in Virgo wants to be productive and busy, wants to do something. It can be a busy body. And here Saturn in Pisces says that there's things that you're no longer going to need to take care of. And that could be something you welcome, especially if you're overwhelmed. But this could also be a hard choice. This could be like something is presented to you and you're realizing, yeah, I'm not going to be able to handle this after all. I thought I could. I thought I would follow through on this or I thought I would go in this direction. But the Saturn opposition is often something leaving. It's being removed and it can feel like it is out of your control. It's out of your power. It's out of what you would choose. And part of the energy of this opposition especially is to not go into any lower victim energies or to go into anything around self-sabotage or to turn the energy against yourself where you think, oh, I should have done it better. Oh, this is all my fault. Rather, this would be an opportunity to go with the flow of changes and to say, okay, got it. This wasn't for me. This wasn't something I was meant to keep putting energy into, and it's leaving. And there can also be a sense of loss with that that brings up sadness, discouragement. There could be something that's just a disappointment. And I know we don't like to focus on those energies, but that's a reality of life. And so there could be something here that is leaving. Maybe it's something that you're not able to do if you get sick for example, because the Virgo Pisces energy access is how we take care of ourselves, our health, our well-being. And maybe there's something in your world that comes to a full stop and you're like, I need to take care of myself. Something came up or, you know, kids go back to school and they start sharing germs with each other. And then you've got a child or children homesick and that affects your work, your commitments And you're like, sorry, I can't make it into the office. I've got to take care of the kids or whatever your situation might be. Simply one example. But this is understanding that this will be a day or maybe even a few days when you just got to roll with the punches. You just got to roll with what is really happening and also be compassionate with yourself that you're doing your best. And that's part of where the Virgo energy can be reframed in a healthy way. 
you're doing your best. You're doing what you can today. It doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't have to be the best for everyone. Sometimes it's simply getting things done, right? Sometimes it's simply working with the resources and time you have. This is the best I can do. And guess what? Tomorrow is another day. So just know that that is part of the energy of the week. And again, it's the strongest August 26th and August 27th. And then we see Mars enter Libra on August 27th. And this is where Mars transitions into a more diplomatic, conversational, and objective energy. This is where instead of Mars taking action first or going for something, there is a need here to not only think it through, which would actually be more of a Virgo energy, but now in Libra, it's to talk it out. So what do you need to talk out? What do you need to see from both angles or both sides? And Mars being the energy of what we desire and what we want, it's also what we want to fight for. It's how we stand up for ourselves. It's how we understand too what is worth the fight, what is worth the energy investment. And in Libra, there is a need here to not only talk it out, but to go into the consequences and ramifications of choices. And that's another main theme of Libra energy, choices. What are you gonna choose? What is going to be the best option? Well, let's see. If I choose option A, it's potentially this that unfolds. If I choose option B, it could be this or option C. So there is a need here to be more deliberate in what you're choosing when Mars enters Libra. But depending on your natal Mars, it depends on how you handle that. Because sometimes this Mars, he feels like he really has to toe the line and he can't just go for what he wants. He can't just even assert himself and take control. Rather, there's a need to talk things through potentially with multiple people. And that could help you see things that you didn't see. Of course, you're going to get more information, different opinions, different viewpoints. And either Mars likes that or he doesn't because this is the warrior planet. And even though we think of Libra as typically being about sharing and diplomacy and relationships and how we interact with others, all of that is true. But Libra is also where you disagree where you're on different pages than someone, you don't see eye to eye. How do you resolve that? And hence, that's when the negotiation comes in. Libra can also be the middleman, the agent, right? The real estate agent or the person who needs to negotiate, the mediator, the one who needs to settle disputes. And Mars here, he stirs up those disputes. He stirs up things that he doesn't feel are fair or just. And he opens us up to ways that maybe we've been disconnected from our power and we didn't realize it. So then he goes to a trusted source in Libra to talk it out and to say, so here's what I'm thinking. Here's what I want to do. What are your thoughts? What else should I consider here? How could this play out for me? And what are the consequences? Because our choices have consequences and they can be from the whole spectrum of potentials there. But this is looking at when you are being very aware of what you want, what you need, 
this Libra energy wants you to open up to the various ways that energy can play out. So Mars enters Libra August 27th and will stay there in Libra until October 12th. Now here's another layer that's important to understand about this Mars in Libra. Libra is ruled by Venus and Venus is currently retrograde in Leo, as we know, as we've been talking about for a while now. And so this Mars is answering to a retrograde Venus in Leo, who's reconfiguring what she truly wants, what she truly desires. And that can be another energy that tempers this Mars. So Mars could feel like he's on the sidelines for a bit. He's got to really think it through really understand some things and he can't be impulsive. He's not really energized to just go for it. He's going to mull it over, especially with this Venus retrograde until September 4th. And looking at this dance between Venus and Leo and Mars in Libra, they're incompatible astrology signs. They are in what we call a sextile but they don't ever make an exact sextile. Instead, they are separated by about one degree as they move through the end of September and into October. So there's this interesting space between Venus in Leo and Mars in Libra where they don't make that exact aspect, but they're still compatible, but they're each in their own energy like it just feels like they have space between them a separation if you will that allows them to maintain whatever is in front of them whatever the priority is of each sign so I was looking at this I was like do they ever make this exact sextile and they get really close close enough but it's not exact in fact this Mars in Libra is traveling by himself until late September when he makes an opposition to Chiron retrograde in Aries at 18 degrees. That happens September 23rd and 24th. So we have a Mars in Libra traveling by himself, and we call this a peregrine planet, where there are no connections to other energies, especially the main planets in our solar system. And so this could be interesting, where you're experience of Mars and Libra is that there's more you are sitting with and thinking through and perhaps you're being very selective with who you discuss things with. You're being very discerning around who you share a dilemma with or a problem or what's coming up for you because Mars is traveling by himself and that can have the feeling of the energy being more internalized, more private and even something that you are keeping more to yourself. Now, on August 28th, Uranus stations retrograde at 23 degrees of Taurus, and I just did a podcast for you on Monday, August 21st, discussing more of this topic. And when an outer planet such as Uranus stations retrograde, there is a slowdown that takes place over a few weeks. It's often two weeks before and two weeks after the exact retrograde date that we're really feeling this energy pulsing through us. It's the strongest. It's very vibrant. Think of it as 
shaking the house, shaking the foundation as that planet moves very slowly and the energy becomes bigger during the stationing retrograde, similar to a train coming into a station and it slows down to a full and complete halt. That's just our perspective here from our planet because in truth, retrogrades are an illusion. And think about that for a minute. Think about how, yes, it's an illusion of a planet stopping and moving in a different direction, but that also applies specifically to our experiences of energy. Almost like the cosmos is giving a gift to earthlings to have a slowdown of these intense big energies so that we can integrate them, we can work with them more intentionally, and we can also understand where things are slowing down, where we might need a break, as well as what we need more time to process and understand. So Uranus stations retrograde exact on August 28th at 10:38 p.m. that's eastern time but truly the effects of it are felt two weeks before two weeks after and it's like the universe is showing you what is drastically changing shifting and evolving for you at 23 degrees of Taurus in your chart and so as I said at the beginning of this show we have energies working with us in multiple places of our chart this week that each have their own significance, that are each important. And maybe that's part of the overwhelm or busyness you're feeling. It's like, I've got a lot to take care of because there's all these areas of my life that are requiring my attention, requiring my awareness. Uranus stationing retrograde at 23 degrees of Taurus is a new degree point for Uranus. So it's shaking the ground in new areas of your life. And it's perhaps bringing up more things that you don't know how to manage or can be a lot at once. But ultimately, Uranus also shakes off what is outgrown, what is not truly you, what doesn't reflect or connect with your authentic frequency. So there can be a lot of wake-up calls when Uranus stations retrograde, almost like you just have these sudden insights of something, sudden awareness, perhaps an understanding of what is changing and why, as well as how the universe is directing you into new areas of growth and consciousness. Then on August 30th, we have the Pisces full moon. And this full moon occurs at seven degrees of Pisces in your chart. I have a video for you on YouTube discussing the Pisces full moon even more and why it's significant because of the fact that it is conjunct Saturn. And I know this is when we tend to let out a collective moan when there is a full moon conjunct Saturn. But there's something here that we really need to see and understand. And Saturn is our connection to the 3D. It's our connection to our commitments and responsibilities, things we have to work for and work on. And in Pisces, especially with this Pisces full moon, this is where you could have a realization around an ending something that is over or completing, something that is truly done for you. And this could be a beautiful, insightful understanding because I'm seeing this as actually some soul contracts that are really over. 
You've outgrown them. They don't resonate. You're not on the same path. You're not interested. This is where soul contracts are really meant to be completing and ending because perhaps the karma has been fulfilled. Perhaps you've gone as far as you can go with something or someone. Perhaps you're on very different paths, very different trajectories. And that also can bring up grief. And that is part of the Pisces energy is that there can be sadness around endings. There can be sadness around things that you thought would go one way and they didn't. Or you didn't expect something to happen, but it did. Or it's no longer good for you. It's no longer good for your energy, for your needs, for your heart, for who you really are. And all of that can bring up various feelings that this Pisces full moon might invite you to look at, to understand, to also help it direct you to new areas of soul growth that are better for you. So a surrender is possible, a sense of not knowing There can be tears with this Pisces full moon because of loss and disappointment. But this is where you could also feel that your soul is purging. Your soul is releasing at very deep levels of your being. This could be something you're feeling at a cellular level, especially if there is deep karma involved or if it was a significant soul contract or connection for you. This is where you could also have a sense of it starts to feel lighter the more you let it go. And I say that because the full moon is at seven degrees of Pisces, which is the first decan of Pisces. And it then supports an ongoing release process where you start to connect to the bigger spiritual lessons. And that would be something that this Saturn in Pisces is showing us. And Saturn is retrograde. So there's more things you might be thinking through or seeing through that lens of your own spiritual lessons, but also your own spiritual healing. And so what has this shown you, whatever this is for you, what has it shown you about who you really are, what you really want, what you really desire, and perhaps hold the intention for that wisdom to come through. Please show me what I was learning here. Please show me what I'm ready to let go of and release. Please show me the karma I've completed and what I've ended in order to move on and move forward in ways that are best for me. With Pisces being the last sign of the zodiac wheel, it is about looking at what has accumulated that you no longer need, that you're ready to clear out, And Saturn in Pisces is going to continue to guide us through those understandings. But this particular Pisces full moon could also show you how to love and accept yourself more, how to be compassionate with ourselves as we move through very big energies, knowing we are beautiful spiritual beings in these physical vessels and life gets messy. Life gets complicated. We can have a full spectrum of emotions and experiences and thoughts and all these things right inside of us that we feel and we're dealing with and we're trying to figure out. But when we go higher into that perspective of your soul, your soul is so excited about what you're completing. Your soul is so proud 
at what you've decided or where you're choosing what is best for you or what you've learned. Certainly take what resonates and understand more of what this might be for you. But the Pisces full moon shows us what we're ready to move away from and finalize as part of our ongoing growth. And I feel too that there's something really beautiful around crystalline energies with the full moon conjunct Saturn. And it feels like there could be something that perhaps crystallizes for you. This could be a really significant understanding of what you've been moving through across the whole span of your life, or certainly since the last time that Saturn was in Pisces. Now, in the YouTube video for you that I did on this Pisces full moon, I mentioned how the song Both Sides Now by Joni Mitchell is a beautiful understanding of this energy because of that Pisces connection to not only what we are in physical form, but all the other realms that we tap into, all the other unseen forces and energies that are a part of our experience. And if you can look at it through that lens of both sides and what that means for you, the things you know, the things you don't know, the things you figured out, the things you haven't figured out, what you've done in your life, what you still want to do in your life. If you can look at it from that perspective, it might show you more of your real priorities, which is something that Saturn wants us to connect to. Because Saturn is also about where we're going for the long term. What are the goals? What do we want to accomplish? And in Pisces, well, what do you need to let go of in order to get there? What do you need to release? in order to lighten your load and to move forward. Now, the other thing that can come up during this particular Pisces full moon conjunct Saturn is that you might understand something in a whole new way or a whole new angle that you experienced the last time Saturn was in Pisces back in the mid-1990s, 1994 to 1996. There might be something here that you look back on and you see it in a different light or in a new way. Maybe it was a challenge, a burden, an issue. Maybe it was something you were going through that was really difficult and you felt powerless. That can certainly come up with Saturn and Pisces is that you feel powerless because the bigger energies at play are asking you to go into your spiritual expertise, your emotional maturity, asking you to tap into what you're trusting And that is what will navigate you forward. But if you look back at that time period in your life, you might see something in a different way. You might be like, wow, I was going through this experience and I see it for what it was now. Or I understand what I was learning as well as where I was either in my power or disconnected from my power. And because the full moon is when the moon is the brightest, it's also when the moon absorbs The moon is very receptive energy. In in Pisces, it's very sensitive, very intuitive and empathetic. And here it is meeting with the harsh reality checks of Saturn. But Saturn wants you to be in command. It's a commanding energy. It wants you to feel how in command you are of your energy and of your life. And so there could be something here that you are learning to do differently. 
You're learning from a new angle in a new way. You're standing up for something that maybe you didn't stand up for last time. Maybe you have grown and evolved so much spiritually that you know you're a totally different person, but you also can be compassionate with yourself on what you've been through especially the last time Saturn was in Pisces. So that Saturn influence is strong here for the Pisces full moon. And it's not always the easiest energy to deal with, but it shows us something that we need to see or we need to take care of, where we need to be responsible with our energy. There could also be things that are closed, that are shut down. There's stop signs with this type of energy signature as well. There could be a sense of, I just want to sit with something and feel into it. I don't want to do anything about it just yet. So all in all, it's a very interesting week. And you could feel, again, like you're being pulled in multiple areas of life. Maybe that you have a lot you need to get done, a lot in front of you. And there can be this push-pull energy this week around what to get done especially with Mercury retrograde, but also a sense of, but I need to take care of this. I need to get it off my plate. I need to move it forward. So I feel like it is important to stay on top of things. You know, I know that with Mercury retrograde, it's easier to let things slide, but I don't feel that's the case this time around. And this Mercury retrograde is going to be trining Jupiter. So that's fantastic for what we do need to take care of and making things easier. So all in all, I hope that this start to Virgo season and Mercury retrograde is a time for you to not only be productive, but take care of yourself. Go easier on yourself. Don't create these crazy unrealistic standards of how it has to look or what it needs to be. There's something here where if we can just take it one thing at a time, Go through that to-do list, be realistic about what you can handle in a day, and then know that tomorrow's another day, the sun will rise again, and we'll keep moving forward with what is essential. This is a great time to get caught up on your chart, what's going on for you, especially what is showing up for you now that the nodes of fate have changed into Aries and Libra. And I have a very affordable program for you that guides you through those energies, the themes of the North Node in Aries, as well as the themes of the South Node in Libra, what will be coming up for you, where the universe is supporting you in your independence, your confidence, your courage, and new starts, as well as what is showing up for you that is over and ending in the Libra areas of your chart. So please check out that course. It's only $22 and it's designed to be something that you come back and reference. I also highlight for you some of the important degree points to be aware of and just how the energy is gonna work with you into January 2025. So yes, this will be, as it always is, an 18-month journey through this pair of nodes. I'll put the link below the podcast here, but I hope it supports you in trusting the magic of new beginnings and the new adventures and new chapters that are right on time that we haven't experienced for 18 years. Yes, it is a new 18-year energy and it can be very helpful to identify where it's showing up for you in your life and in your chart. 
So that link will be below the podcast and you can find all of my programs and courses at mollymccord.online. I hope these support you in digging into more of your astrology chart, working with who you are in this lifetime and understanding what is coming up for you next. So do check out all of those astrology program offerings and please check out my YouTube playlists. Tons of free information, free topics, free resources, all kinds of things in the playlist there that will also help you understand more of your energy. As always, thank you so much for joining me. It's a delight to connect with you as we move into Virgo season. And I will continue to give you more information here as we move into September. I'll be back on Mondays and Wednesdays with new episodes. Thank you so much for joining me. And I'm wishing you a beautiful Pisces full moon as we continue to evolve together. Take good care.